Now, as much as I hate to interrupt this episode, I wanted to let you know that if you're looking to improve your life, business, or relationships, then you should check out the Grounded Store. On there, you'll find biblically inspired books, journals, and other resources that God has given me over time to empower his people to live the lives that he intended for them to live. If you're interested and want to check these books out, you can do so by going to thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. Once again, that is thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. And you will even check a link in the description that will take you right there to see these things that God has given us. Now, we got that out the way. Let's get back to the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Grounded. My name is Brian Boyd. Today's topic is life and death. Now, as we get into this episode, I would love to thank you all for tuning in no matter where you are. And I'm especially excited that you have a chance to listen and discuss with me today the topic of life and death. And as much as we don't like to admit it sometimes, you know, as much as life is important to us, death is a very real thing. And that is why I brought this up. And it really came from Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse two, because Solomon in here explains that, you know, there's a time for everything that happens under the sun. And in this particular chapter, he begins to name different consequences. And here in verse two, we see that he says that there's a time to be born and a time to die. And I think here what Solomon is really explaining is the concept of life itself, because these represents two extremes. You know, life and being born represents a place of new beginnings and death represents the end of something. And I think that, you know, one of the greatest challenges that we experience overall is that particular cycle of understanding when something is coming up and when something is starting to depart and depending on what we gain or what we lose out of life, no matter what that may be, it can forever change our perspectives and how we deal with things. And one of the things that I can say for me is that while I fortunately haven't lost someone that has been super, super close to me, you know, I can tell you that there have been several instances where I've been very close to doing so. And in each time, in each situation, I can think about how I imagine those people being, I imagine my life being with them, all of the memories and experiences that we had. And then also, you know, having to come to grips with what life may possibly be like if that person was no longer with me. And I think that You know, other people have experienced those things before, too. And if you haven't experienced like a near death experience or actual death with someone that's been very close to you, I'm sure you've had different other cycles in life. You know, you may have ended up having to leave a relationship that, you know, was really well and then you just kind of broke up or whatever. You may have left a career or business or something that meant so much to you. You may have had to give up your own dreams in order to move forward in life. And sometimes we just have to give up and deal with our own mindsets. We have to forgive people. We have to let things go that's holding us back. And that can be a very, very painful releasing process. And I think that, you know, as I look back and I think about those things, it makes me cherish uh, these experiences that I've had in life. And while I haven't always been welcome to having them happen to me, I can tell you that they've made me a much better person. And I'm sure you all can attest to the same thing. And that is why I want to dive deeper into 
Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 2 today, particularly dealing with life and death, because I believe that this can happen once again across all of our aspects of life, whether that's our dreams, our relationships, you know, our careers, our businesses, our, even our moods and our motivations are affected by these things. But I believe that it's not necessarily dealing with those things at the time, but it's more so knowing how to deal with life and death as it comes and how to make sure that you know, we're in a place and in the position where we can continue moving forward, regardless of what may happen. And that's what I want to do today. And to do so, we're going to look at the first point in the first part of Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse two, where it says that there's a time to be born. And here Solomon is basically saying, in my humble opinion, that there's a time where new things happen in life. All right. So this can be in the form of a newborn child. This can be relationships. These can be new dreams, careers, perspectives, ideas. You know, the list goes on. But the thing here is that, you know, this is a time of growth. This is a time of happening. This is something new. And the best way that I think could epitomize this is even our spiritual walks. Because if you're baptized, if you confess in Jesus Christ that he is your Lord and Savior, you know, you enter into this phase where you have now been born again, okay? And regardless regardless of whether you were 5, 10, 30, 50 years old when you accepted this new journey, you know, it is therefore, again, a new journey and you have to learn how to walk and talk and act a completely different way from where you may have been acting before. And I think that epitomizes really the path in life, because when you look at this particular birth, spiritually speaking, you know, of becoming a child of God and accepting and following him his way, you're literally becoming a different person because the experiences that you've had up until this point has only prepared you for the new life that you're getting ready to embark to. And that allows you to know, walk into new things, walk into new ideas, walk into new concepts, walk into new areas of faith and, you know, integrity and character and just growth as a whole. And I think it's one of the most beautiful, beautiful things. And I think that even on my particular journey, you know, while I believe in God for most of my life, I didn't always follow God, but it really became serious to me you know, and I started grounded because I was excited at it at first. I was a little reluctant, but then one day I just finally jumped into it and got it done. You know, I had a conversation with, with one of my fellow life coaches, shout out to Ms. Deborah Lewis. And she was telling me completely different conversation, completely different thing. But she was saying, Brian, you know, your dreams are always going to be dreams if you don't attach a date to them. And when she told me that it struck at me right then, it's one of them words that just cut you. And I had immediately filmed the trailer for Grounded after that and dropped it almost two years ago. You know, June to make it two years since Grounded has started. But I mean, it has been one of the most beautiful, beautiful journeys ever. And it was a very new experience because I had never like publicly shared like my faith for Christ or the knowledge that I had in the Bible. I wasn't even a minister or anything when that path like happened. I was just somebody who grew up like reading the Bible. You know, I had a good understanding and then I applied the stuff that God would show me into my life. And I wanted to share those experiences and success with other people so that they could find the same journey and then ultimately find God. God along the way of their particular growth and their progression. And I mean, I can remember like everything. Like when I first started, y'all, if y'all been with me for a while, y'all know I used to have like suits on every episode. I used to be super, super serious. I used to be very 
very monotone. Like, I mean, I'm still monotone now, but my voice kind of goes up and down every now and then when I'm excited. But, you know, it was just a beautiful thing, but I definitely cherish those times. And that's one of the things that come when things are born, because when you look at a newborn child or when you look at a new relationship or you look at like a new phase in your life, this is something that you cherish. It's something that you value. It's something that you prioritize. And there's no greater feeling to that than with you dedicating everything towards having that thing. You know, there's no way to really describe some of these situations, but we know that they're new. They feel great. And, you know, with that, I believe God brings us these things to show us that there's more out of life, that there's more to do, that there's more to become, and that we should also embrace these things with everything. Because, you know, with our world, that while life, in my opinion, is very simple, it's also meant to be enjoyed. You know, we're not supposed to be here working and just going home and, you know, staying in and not doing anything productive with our lives. We're supposed to go out and have fun. We're supposed to meet new people. We're supposed to share our experiences and our material wealth in order to build those relationships and then ultimately to see all of the things that God has made, you know, to travel to different places, to meet new people, to see new things and experience them because that's how life, in my personal opinion, is truly meant to be lived. And you know, I think that these things are great because while they can be nerve wracking at times, while it can be, you know, a fearful thing to jump out and do, you just have to do it. Like, that's the biggest thing that I could tell you, like in life as a whole. And even in this walk of faith, because there are so many mistakes that you may make at the beginning or you may believe that you make. But if you follow the Lord long enough, if you have faith in him, you know, he will walk you and guide you along this journey and teach you how you're supposed to live and why you're going to always mess up to some extent. You're going to have better days than others. You're going to have times where you may fall off. You may have times where you may want to give up. If you just keep getting back up and you keep moving forward and you keep trusting God for the impossible, then everything is going to work out. And that is one of the things that I could tell you with this, because there has never been a dull moment on this journey. There have been some low points, but it has never been dull, <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, I guess to sum up this point, once again, you know, um, life is just something that you just have to do. These new experiences are something that you have to embrace. You have to love. You have to dedicate your time and a lot of your effort to in order for them to be fruitful and productive. And I can tell you that even with Grounded, as I invested my time and I invested time into my relationships, I invested time into my career, my business and all of those things. And I especially invested time in the Lord. All of those things worked out in the end. So when you're in this phase of life, when you're in this new transition, when you're in this period where you're doing something else or you're going to another level, you know, spend time and really take the moment to enjoy those things for what they are. Just simply be in the moment and allow the Lord to work with you in that time. You know, don't be in a rush to, to jump past this phase into something new or into something that is going to not be beneficial for you. But truly, truly, truly enjoy this time for what it is. Anyway, moving on to the next point, the thing I want to touch on here is the second piece of Ecclesiastes chapter two that I read. And it simply says that there is a time to die. And right here, I believe Solomon is saying that there's a time where things must come to an end. And you know, that could be the same thing that stays that were birthed up. All right. So these can once again be our physical lives. It could be relationships. It could be dreams, careers, businesses, ideas, and perspectives. All right. These could be any and everything in life that 
has come up for us is also the things that will eventually end. And I believe that this happens and God allows this to happen in our lives so that once again, he can show us that there's something new on the other side, that there is a new beginning, that there is more to what we already know, that there is a greater world out there and there are deeper paths that we have to cross in order for us to continue growing into the people that he ultimately created us to be. And then when I think about this, I really think about the seasons of the world, because when you look at summer, fall, winter and spring, all right, we have this phase where new life pops up in the spring. It matures in the in the summer. It starts to die off in the fall and then it's like completely gone in the winter. All right. But then spring comes back around once again. And I think that that's what that happens between those two phases of life. You know, we see everything fall down in the winter time, but it's always a reminder that while it is like a very bleak time, especially if you look up at the sky and it's all gloomy and stuff, when you get to that springtime, when the sun starts coming out, when it starts to warm up outside and you see those leaves and stuff, the fruit growing on the trees and everything in nature, and you start seeing these things like flying around if, you, if you're in one of those warm states or whatever, you know, you start to see that there's life once again. And I think that one of the best things that would cross for me is, you know, just going back into, you know, my life as a whole and looking at those things. And it gives me hope even at times where things are going bad, that there's always a better tomorrow, that there's always a next day, that there's always something to look forward to. And I can think of no better way to epitomize this, right, than my life right now in the experiences that I've had, because I've mentioned a few times on here that one of I've had basically my life set out since I was a child, the things that I was going to do between the ages of 18 to 25 was already documented. And I always wanted a career, I always wanted a home, I always wanted a degree and I always wanted a wife, man. I always wanted a wife and kids because marriage has always been like a very high, high thing for me. It's always been a priority for as long as I can remember. And you know, I made sure that most of my adult life would be laid out that way. So that's why when we know it was time to go off to college, I decided to stay here because I didn't want to get into to a lot of loan debt and end up being a broke college student that had to get a job out of college and pay off his loans. I didn't want to do that because if I was going to go on this path and have this family that I always envisioned myself having, debt was one of the things that was going to be a hindrance to that. And so that's why I worked as hard as I did. That's why I spent, you know, 16 to 20 hour days either working or going to school or studying to become better to make sure that I could be in that path. I was a lot of times where I didn't go to parties. I didn't go to extracurricular events. I didn't have hobbies because, you know, at that time I was so focused and tunnel vision on achieving that goal that nothing was going to come and interrupt that. And while, you know, I could cover the downsides of that in another episode, you know, I got very far, very fast having that mentality because right after I graduated high school, I ended up starting my career two months. I'm sorry, after I graduated college, I ended up starting my career like two months after that, making far more money, far more money than I had ever made in my life. And with that, you know, that put me clearly on the path to ensure that I would have the family stuff that I wanted. But, you know, as great as that plan has been, and although I have a home and all the other stuff now, you know, I still ain't got no wife. <laughs> ain't got no wife, y'all. Like, and it's, uh, it's so interesting. It is funny now, but, you know, there was a time and there was a period, even like recently, like a couple of weeks back where, 
you know, I was going really going through it because it's like, man, I've worked all of this time at my 26 years of living to achieve this one goal. Honestly, because when you think about everything lining up, I want to be stable so that I can have like a healthy family, but it still hasn't happened for me. And, you know, I went through a point of like depression with it because it started like messing up my life and everything. I started, you know, I wasn't as focused as I was. I wasn't studying like I was because this thing had had touched me so deeply. This thing had cut so deep to where it started to affect other areas of my life. And it's when things like that come into your life, you know, while you may have a great aspiration for them, while you may believe that they're beneficial and why they may be beneficial, you know, there is a time where a good thing can begin to hinder you in the worst possible ways. And that is when times where the stuff has to kind of die off. And so while I still want that thing, that is a very real thing and a goal for me. I killed off the expectation, at least for right now, you know, in learning to let the Lord do things in his timing, because I believe that that is a possibility and a reality for me one day, but it's not my time right now. And so I bring up that story to bring to you all to the conclusion that there are going to be times in your life where you're going to have to take things off. You're going to have to kill things off. You're going to have to let go of expectations and people and things and situations that is starting to benefit you in a negative way. They're starting to impact you in a way that they shouldn't. And you have to be able to see those things and remove them from out of your life. And I can tell you that this can come once again, a multitude of ways because they're going to be hurts and scars and stuff that you have from people or situations that you have to let go. You have to forgive them for the things that happen and you have to forgive yourself for being in that position and for, you know, putting things on yourself that you shouldn't have on you. You have to go to a place where you're going to have to leave places in life. You're going to have to leave jobs and careers behind. You're going to have to leave entire environments behind in order to grow and become the person that you're supposed to be. And this is something that you have to do without wavering. This is something that you have to do without doubt. This is something that you have to do without worry because, you know, these things have to happen. There has to be a winter season in your life. There has to be a point where some things are going to die off, but you only do those things and you leave those situations to die off so that you can have a spring, so that you can walk into the other side, into the next level of season of life that God is trying to bring you. But you can't go into the spring until you let go of the winter, until you let go of the things that are holding you. And for me, as I said, my expectations for marriage, my expectations for a wife and kids and all of those things was holding me in that winter season. And it was preventing me for walking into the stuff that God wants me to do right now to become more disciplined, to become a better friend, become a better leader, to become a better person as a whole. So that when my springtime comes, you know, I will be open enough to have those things and be more inviting towards those opportunities. So I guess to sum it up right here. You know, sometimes you will be presented with situations and you are going to have amazing times and memories and experiences, but those are the only things that you could take with you at the next point of your life. The actual situation itself, the actual circumstance, the actual person, even at times, you're going to have to let go and shift into another path of life. And while that is so much easier said than done, it's something that you have to put in place. It's something that you have to do, because if you don't, once again, you're going to be stuck where you are. You're going to be stuck in the past. You're going to be stuck in the present, and it's going to prevent you from living the future that God wants you to have. So 
go into the future, go into this knowing that you're going to have to leave stuff behind, but take joy and appreciate the fact that God is bringing you somewhere else. He's bringing you somewhere new, somewhere different, somewhere better for you. And if he's bringing you to better, that means that better is going to happen for you as a whole. Anyway, to conclude this episode, I'm basically going to wrap it up the way I started it. And that is simply saying that life and death is all a part of each other. You know, it's two sides of the same coin. And this is something that is inevitably going to happen because anything that lives on this earth does have an expiration date. And, you know, while that is a very blunt way to put it, you know, that's just the reality of it. You know, what's born must die. That's ingrained in the nature. And that's the things that God said was going to happen all the way back in Genesis chapter three. So with that being said, you know, the only way that you can do it and abreast with these things is simply knowing how to deal with them as they come. And as I said, when it comes to a time where things are new and refreshing in your life, where you're going to new paths and situations and perspectives and ideas, and even on this spiritual journey, you start to discover, follow the Lord, you have to take the time to really embrace these things for what they are. Take your time to dedicate it and to be a person that where you're able to learn and grow through this phase. This is one of the most beautiful phases for you to be in in life. And it's something that you should want to maximize so that you can become a better person and you can be better towards the people around you. And then Last but not least, when you start to go into that decline, you get to the other side, the other extreme where things are starting to die down, where you start to go from fall to winter. You know, you have to be comfortable to let these things go. You have to let these situations go. You have to let your expectations go. You're going to have to let people go. You're going to have to let past the locations that you're on go in order to go into the next phase of your life, to go into the spring and go into your career, to go into your new phase of relationships or your new location. You're going to have to let those old things go. And then if it gets to a point to where you've been hurt by it or hurt by the situation, you're going to have to be able to forgive. And I didn't touch on that much in this episode, but forgiveness is a part of this journey as well. You're going to have to be able to forgive yourself, forgive the circumstance or the situation or the person that may have hurt you along the way. And you're going to have to be willing to move forward into that next phase of life so that you can enjoy and be prepared and be expectant of all of the things that God has for you. But. With that being said, though, that pretty much concludes this episode. Um, if I could throw one more thing in there, you know, if you're in this situation, just ask the Lord to help you, ask him to guide you, help you to let things go, help you to transition to the next phase of life. And he will be faithful to ensure that you get all the help that you need and you get that help in abundance. So don't be afraid to ask him. But I love you all. That's all I wanted to say. I hope you got something out of this episode. As always, we should sure like and follow around the podcast on whatever platform you have to be listening on. And of course, to stay tuned for all of the content to come. Man, I truly hope you got a lot out of this episode. And as always, I will talk to you all very soon. All right, my name is Brian Boy. I'll take care. Hey everyone, Brian here once again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Grounded. If these messages have been a blessing to you, please consider donating at thegroundedpodcast.com slash donate. Furthermore, if you're looking for books and journals and other resources that will help improve your life, business, and relationships, please be sure to check those out at thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. As always, it's been a blessing. I truly love each and every one of you, and I truly hope to see you all once again very soon, all right?